Hey y'all, you are tuned in to the Powerhouse Lash Podcast. This podcast is my diary to the Lash community where I share my highs, lows, lessons, and rants based on my lash journey. My heart is to share the reality of what it's really like to build a lash business, and I hope this episode helps you feel seen, validated, educated, humored, and makes your lash journey a little bit easier. I'm your host, T The Brand, and I'm glad that you're here. Now, let's get to it. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Powerhouse Lash Podcast. I'm your host, T The Brand, and I'm so glad you're here. If this is your first time listening to an episode of the podcast, thank you, especially for being here. I hope that something is said that encourages you and helps make your lash journey a little bit easier. Um, I just want to remind you guys that Build Like a Powerhouse, my relaunched social media marketing and branding class, is live and mentorship is now available again. Um, I want to shout out one of my mentees, real quick. Um, I have a lash artist and then a product-based business owner who I am currently working with. And this week, my lash artist um, booked four new clients after applying some of the things that she has learned in the last two weeks, just two weeks of taking the class and being a mentee. So shout out to you, my girl. Um, I'm very proud of you. And I look forward to working with you these next three months and seeing your growth and your progress. Um, So as you guys can see from the title, um, I'm sharing a little bit about, you know, taking some L's. Um, It's a part of business. It's a part of life in general. But knowing that doesn't make it easier. You know, it's uh, um, easier said than done under trying to understand um, that L's are just part of the game. Um, But I'm going to share with you guys just a few of my most recent ills, and uh, I hope that they'll encourage you and, you know, help you keep going. So um, we'll start with just yesterday. (laughs) We'll start with just yesterday. So um, yesterday I lost a client, man, and it really did kind of hurt my heart. Um, I lost a client who has been a client for a little over a year now, I believe. And so... um, (laughs) We've had some scheduling conflicts um, the last two fields that she's had, her last two appointments. Um, We've had some scheduling conflicts, and I do my best to respect – well, not do my best. I absolutely respect my client's time, and um, I try to make sure that in me rescheduling and, you know, getting people off of my wait list that I respect my time as well. Um, And so with – the client that I lost um, a couple of weeks ago, we had an appointment set, and I asked that my clients reschedule their appointments 48 hours before the appointment is uh, set. And so that means to give me two-day notice, and let's just go ahead and get you moved around. Now, I don't have all the crazy fees and rules in place, um, but I do have a rescheduling fee, and that fee just comes into play when we have to um, when someone needs to cancel or reschedule outside of the 48 hour window. So um, we had a situation where she needed to reschedule the day before the appointment um, and uh, got a little sticky, but it wasn't bad. She ended up just rebooking for um, another day in time. And so it occurred again um, here yesterday where she needed to 
possibly reschedule an appointment the day before. And so I have people who are like waiting to get in these spots and considering the situation that we had had just right before um, this appointment, you know, I was like, let's go ahead and just get you rescheduled. Um, because I have to, res- again, I'm, I have to respect everybody's time. I want to respect my client's time and I want to make sure that I'm doing what's best for me as a business owner and for my schedule. So um, I waited a few hours because she told me she would let me know. Um, she told me she would figure something out. And so that meaning this was the conversation after we had, you know, went ahead and decided to reschedule. But um, I waited a few hours before I canceled the appointment. And then after I canceled the appointment and put someone who was waiting for that time spot in it, she let me know that, you know, she would be able to make it. And so just kind of as a result of all of the things she chose to um, not move forward with services. And I totally understood that. I totally respected that. And, um, in a sense, I appreciated it because I didn't want that to become a problem or an ongoing thing. And that kind of stuff just really makes me uncomfortable. Even being in business for three years, nobody likes to be in situations where they have to, you know, remind people or enforce their policies, especially people that, you know, we've grown with and, you know, we've grown to care about and all the things. So um, I did lose a client and uh, it did kind of have me a little sad, but in the same before the day was over, I had two new people booked. And I don't consider new people clients until they've scheduled two fields, scheduled and come to two fields. So I'll say that I got two new customers yesterday. Um, so that's a win um, within the loss. But, you know, losing um, loyal clients is is never fun. It's never, never easy. Because, again, after all that time, you kind of do life with people. Um, we didn't talk a whole lot. Some of my clients, we, you know, they'll share their lives with me, but, um, you know, there were just something, whatever. I'm going to miss her, but it is what it is. I hope she finds a great lash artist to um, continue her services with. So um, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to one of my new friends who is now also a mentee. And so we um, share a spiritual space together. We've been going to um, like our my our church's women's Bible studies together and, you know, um, just doing doing life and walking walking out our Christ walk together, um, learning and growing from each other and all the things. So, we um, in my mentorship program, I have these um, videos that I ask the mentees to watch because they have some real earth principles in them that help you with business. And so, we were talking about it um, after a Bible study one day, and I think that whatever we were whatever we were learning in Bible study somehow aligned for us to probably get on this subject, but we subject type all the time. But anyway, so one of the things that she always asks me is like, how did you become so obedient? Like when God tells you to do something like within my business and my life, but we were talking, we were talking about business. She's like, you know, when God tells you to do something or we have an idea, it looks like, you know, you just go for it. You just do it. Like to us, on the outside looking in, it looks like, you know, Tita Brand just get it done. She want to do this, so she do it. And she want to do that, so she do it. And you just move on it. Like, how did you get to that point? And I was like, uh, I I really don't know because, <laughs> I mean, other than failing and, well, not other than, that's what it is. I will say that I got to the, where I, I got to, I don't want to say where I am because that's not what I'm trying to say. Um, it became easier for me to move on the things that I wanted to do. Um, 
by losing <laughs> it took some it took a lot of losing it took a lot of losing and then being stuck in a place and then over time you know after you do that rinse and repeat you get tired of wallowing and stuff for a long time or sitting in bad positions for a long time so my yes to God just got faster so when God tells me to plant a seed um yeah I may be scared I st I'm still scared to do stuff like that's the thing I'm not like super fearless and oh this is a new idea let's go for it no my social media marketing and branding class build like a powerhouse God told me to put that class in the earth January 2022. It didn't get released until <laughs> February 2023. And that's mostly because I was afraid to do it. It was also because I didn't really have clear direction on, you know, what to do and how to make what I wanted to share with the um, lash industry. I did, I couldn't put it into, into a format and just I just couldn't I didn't know what to do. Basically, I didn't know what to do. I was afraid to do it. Um, I got tired of trying to research and I didn't do a whole lot of research on how to do it. Um, and so I just let it sit. And it's crazy because to think like, had I done this a year ago, who knows how many people I would have been able to help by now. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, um, one of my mentees, she's already gotten four new clients and her goal her one her goal for like the next couple of weeks was to have five new clients at her new price point. In a week, in two weeks, she got four. And it was just, I'm like, wow, how many people, you know, could I have helped by now had I just put the class out there in 2020 as I was um supposed to, but I was afraid to and I didn't move on it. And so um my response time, like I said, has just gotten faster. The podcast, I was afraid to do, I was afraid to launch this podcast and I was, a, I won't say was supposed to, but I had the thought to um, start podcasting maybe like August, 2022, early in the fall. And again, just too afraid and, you know, will people listen and is it going to be good? And well, I don't know this and blah, blah, all the excuses. Um, and I didn't release the podcast until December. Um, and so far, I think it's doing pretty good. I got a pretty consistent <laughs> listening base on all the episodes. So um, I'm appreciative of that. But, you know, I still get scared. I still have fears. I still take losses. Um, but you just have to do stuff scared. So back to this conversation that me and my friend and mentee were having, we were talking about some stuff from one of the videos. And there, the video is a sermon from um, Pastor Mike Todd of Transformation Church, and it's called Faith Like a Farmer. Y'all go watch it, okay? Um, Faith Like a Farmer and Faith Versus Fantasy. But Faith Like a Farmer is, is, is it, okay? So in this, in this message, he's talking about the earth principle of whoever sows reaps a harvest and it's a scripture in the bible that sparkle please there's um, a scripture reference that he uses i don't remember where it came from um but he talks about how there's a there he talks about the process. I'm not going to repeat your sermon. So he talks about the process of how things go. He talks about first, you know, things come in form of a seed and seed isn't necessarily like, oh, I'm about to have a baby or, oh, my kid. Seed is anything that God gives you that he wants to be fruitful and to multiply. So um, if he gives you an idea, that's a seed. Um that's where I'm going with this. So all the ideas that God gives are seeds and our job is to sow the seeds. That means put it in the ground, put it in fertile soil, put it, do something with it so that it can start to grow. Like just get started. That's the sowing. And so the process goes seed, sow, time, work, 
harvest. So that's the whole little formula. So you have this idea, you put this idea out into the earth in this baby immature form, and then you give it time and you work. So in the time that you're waiting for this seed, this idea to manifest into the thing that you're dreaming of, the thing that you're working toward or praying for, um, you have to be working at the same time. I see a lot of people and hear a lot of people talk about faith and manifestation and, you know, oh, just trust God and make him the CEO of your business and everything will come to pass. And I mean, yeah, but no, <laughs> if you, you can have all the faith in the world, but if you don't put no work to that faith, you're not going to get anything. You're you're going to be in the same position, faith in it and stuck and stagnant because faith without works is dead. And we love to quote that. We love to read that. We love to act like we believe that. But that's real talk. Like you can have the faith. of You don't. I mean, we only need faith the size of a mustard seed, but you can have faith the size of the universe and no work. You're not going to get anywhere. So during the time that you're waiting for your idea to become whatever it is that you're dreaming of, you have to be still working toward those things so that it can practically happen. Um, So that's seed, that's the sow, that's the time, that's the work and then harvest. One thing that (laughs) Pastor Mike said that really like did it for me with this harvest thing. And this video is like a couple of years old. So I always go back to it to, you know, refresh myself when I'm, I don't know, feeling stuck or whatever. Um, so there's a thing that he talks about harvest, you know, everybody wants that part. That's the part where the dream is coming through and the money is coming in and the books are super full and the products are sold out and it's just banging. But if you're not a farmer, he shares that you don't understand that harvest time just means more work. Like, think about it. Think about if you just got to fill the corn, you got to go through that field row for row and you have to pick the good corn, pick the bad corn, separate the corn, shuck the corn. I don't really know a whole lot about corn, but you know, it's, it's work. And if you only have a cornfield, I mean, that's just your work there. But if you got cornfield and apple trees and grapevines and all of the things mean that multiple seeds that God is giving you. And an example of that is my lash business, the lash class, the mentorship, the podcast, the YouTube. And, um, I think that's all I do the training, you know, all of those are seeds. And if all of those seeds are harvesting or producing a harvest, then that's even more work as I'm, you know, living in the dream and living in the manifestation. So I would definitely say, um, definitely take into consideration that what you're praying for, you want to be prepared for, you want to have the, um, the tenacity to be able to keep afloat while you're living in all of the things that you want to um, happen. So that was a, just a little bit about what that was about so that you can understand um, <laughs> this conversation that we had. But she's like, when you just weren't afraid to sow seeds and I have been afraid to sow seeds, I'm just faster to sow seeds now because God has just shown me over and over when I step where he wants me to step, then, hey, it's holy there and there will be... um There'll be harvest there. So I want to encourage you guys to do the same. Another loss that I've taken recently. Ooh, y'all, and it breaks my heart. Um, The last two and a half weeks, I have been extremely stressed because I made a ginormous, humongous, enormous, whatever means like massively big um, investment to help my company grow. And uh, I did my research on the company that I invested in and, you know, all the results that I was seeing from other people and the testimonials and, you know, just from the initial meetings and everything. I was like, oh, this is it. And y'all, this is not it. OK. And I don't think I'm going to get my money back. 
I don't think I'm gonna get my money back, but that I took a huge loss, man. Like almost two thousand dollars of a loss, and yep, yeah, um, that's been really hard to deal with, but. In a situation where you lose that much money, you know, and I'm losing it quick, like it's going faster than it's coming back. And so that's kind of what's made it hard. Um, But, you know, just I was at a point where I was still believing and I've had to overcome the last couple of years, you know, feeling like a quitter. Um because I don't like to give up on stuff and be like, dang, you know, that could have worked or dang, I gave up on it. Like it really makes me feel like horrible to feel like I quit on something that I started but one thing that I've had to learn is it's okay to quit when things aren't working (laughs) if it's not serving you if it's costing you your peace your peace of mind your money your you know and it's not producing a return um it's okay to walk away from things and I'm gonna have to walk away from um this investment, I invested time, I invested energy, and I invested, again, a lot of money. Um, and that was a risk investing that money, a huge, a huge, huge, huge risk investing that money. But I believe so much in my business and, in you know, my abilities and all the things. Why do I keep saying all the things? I don't want to be like that person who abuses a phrase like, y'all are, not y'all, but people are abusing whatever the case may be, <laughs> like, geez, can we give it a rest? And then you use it in the wrong placements of sentences. And anyway, that's not the point. I'm not trying to abuse all the things. So, um, but yeah, so it's just, it, it's been, it's been a huge loss. And um, I had to accept just a few days ago that, you know, I'm going to have to pivot from this and I may just have to eat this L, but you know, what's on the other side of this L is, more so of a win because I've learned things um, and I'll just be able, I won't have to go through wondering like, oh, would that have worked? And it also put me in the position to remember that my success and, you know, what God has for me can only be done by God. Like for me to put all of my energy and my hopes and things for my growth into a company or into somebody else, it was real humbling. This was real humbling to um, be reminded like God is my source. And when he says it's time, that's when it's going to be time. And nothing that I do can accelerate his process and his plan for my life. So um, although, again, took a huge financial ill, um, I'm still hopeful and I'm still moving and I'm not going to be scared. Don't be scared to make investments after you've made a poor investment. Like, that's just a part of the game. Like you're going to win and you're going to lose and you're going to learn and you're going to do better. And then you invest again and you do what you got to do to keep things moving. Um, Investing is a part of business. And a lot of people are scared to do that. But one thing that I have never been scared to do is make an investment. If there's a class that I need to take to learn something, I'm going to take that class and spend that money. Because if I'm going to make more money um, after I apply these things and learn these things and master the things that I'm taking the class for, it's worth it. It's more than worth it. So I've never been afraid to um, drop a couple hundred dollars or thousand dollars <laughs> um, to to move me forward and to learn and grow. So I encourage you to do the same. If there's something that's keeping you stagnant, you may have to pay somebody for their expertise to help you move. Like that's just how the game goes. And, you know, when you're in a position to where you have a wealth of knowledge and you're able to help other people, if it's what you choose to do, then you will want people to, you know, sow into your business for your knowledge. Ain't nobody just out here trying to give away everything for free. Now on YouTube, I get free game. On the podcast, I get free game. Soon on Instagram, I'll be 
we back giving free game, but you know, just the the meat of it, the in, intimacy of working with somebody. Yeah, you have to pay for people's time um, and people's knowledge, and it's so worth it when you're able to grow on um, as an outcome. So, like my mentee, this girl has already made her investment in the class back in two weeks, and I I'm not saying that everybody can do that, but I'm saying that it's worked for her, and um, I'm very happy for her that she was able to do that and you know keep moving forward, keep learning, keep growing. So y'all, um, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I just wanted to share, you know, share this because uh, my friend was like, you know, it it just looks like you got it together and looks like, you know, you don't stumble. And I'm like, no, nah, it's still hard. And it's been hard throughout the journey. Like, is it always hard? No. But every time it's time to level up and every time it's time to learn something different and do something different and do something better. Yeah, it is going to be tough because it's a learning curve. You have to learn new things and you have after you learn them, you have to apply them and perfect them and master them and once you get to that point, it's time to move on to the next thing or, you know, learn another lesson. So plant your seeds, y'all. Plant them all because you never know at what time which seed going to sprout. And you can always have harvest coming in. Don't don't run yourself in, though. Be smart and be strategic about it. Join the mentorship program so I can help you through that. Um, but, y'all, that's it for this episode. I'm going to leave y'all with this last scripture that has really been carrying me through this season. And that scripture is Zechariah 4 and 10 and it reads do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin y'all just do the work take the step and then take the next step even if there are baby steps um thank y'all for tuning into this episode and I think today is Friday today is Friday y'all have a great weekend